Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Pass the Boba. Thank you for tuning in to our ninth episode of Pass the Boba, where we talk about how we're navigating our lives as first-gen college students. This is part three of our four-part career series, where we have casual conversations with students of different backgrounds to understand their interests or majors, and where they are now, and how they got there. So today, it's me, Gloria, hosting the, today's episode. Hi, this is Jung. Hi, this is Sophia. And today, our special guest is the econ major genius from the amazing UCLA, one and only, Owen Chen. Woo! Hey everyone, so excited to be here today. Thanks for having me. joining us today owen we're so excited to have you on this podcast and part of the series uh for the rest of the audience members who don't know you can you tell us a little more about yourself like who you are what you've been up to the summer and of course your favorite boba drink sure yeah so my name is owen uh i'm an incoming senior at ucla i'm studying business economics with a minor in film and digital media um this past summer i worked at uh, bank of america in their investment bank division and my favorite boba shop um, would probably be half and half. I'm not sure if you guys have it in NorCal, but it's a big, pretty big thing here. And it's pretty good. So um, their uh, brown chicken roti is pretty good. So, Dude, oh, that sounds like coffee. <laughs> yeah, it pretty much is. Where is it? Um, it's in LA or Orange County more. So it's like between LA and Orange County. So I live in the 66, mm. which is like uh, in the between area. Um, yeah. But I think there's a there's a shop in LA as well. But I usually go to the one next to my house. Ooh. Dude, boba shops in six to six are so good. <laughs> yeah, no, there's uh, I always get that when people like hear where I'm from. So, oh, have you had Omomo before? I did, I did. Um, yeah, Omomo, it's pretty good. I think it's really expensive. Like, I feel like oh, yeah. I get it, and like over six dollars and stuff. So I try not to go as much. Six dollars. Yeah, it's like five ninety. Oh my god! <laughs> but it's really good. <laughs> yeah, I need to go to like SoCal one day and just like do a boba tour. You should. You oh should do god. a boba tour and then like come down to San Diego, and then like we'll get some tacos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so you mentioned earlier that you go to UCLA and so can you give us a little more background on like even before UCLA, what your application process was like with college? Like was UCLA your first choice? Um, for people listening, I met Owen during a CMU visit tour thing. <laughs> so you're definitely also looking at different schools maybe, or maybe you just did that for fun. <laughs> What was it like? No, yeah, definitely. Um, I don't. I, w- I don't think I was sure about what I wanted to do coming into college. Um, in terms of the college application process, I think I wanted to leave LA just because I was, you know, I was born and raised here, so I definitely wanted to leave the city. Um, so I applied to a lot of schools in the East Coast, like Gloria said, CMU, as well as a bunch of UCs because I'm a Cali resident. Um, and unfortunately, did not get into CMU as Gloria knows, Same. but. <laughs> <laughs> 
but uh, I think I was deciding between at the end of the day, Berkeley and LA. Um, and I think the fact that I wanted to stay close to the family and my 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 friend group here from high school, I just I just thought UCLA would be a better choice in that regard. So you applied to like different schools because you wanted to leave, but you ended up going <laughs> to stay. Yeah, I had this like big crisis thing when I was uh, when I was choosing, and I think. Um, I wanted to choose for uh, something more comfortable, but I always like kind of regret or like not regret, but wonder what would have happened if I chose Berkeley. Is UCLA closer to your home? Like, is it relatively like a drive away or is it like a drive away? Like, like, is it like a 10 minute drive or like a 45 minute drive away? Yeah, yeah. The thing is, um, I think for LA traffic, there's like a wide range of time. So I'd say if you leave like... (laughs) 12 a.m. or 11 p.m. like it's like 35 minutes so that's like the Uh, bottom range um if you leave at like 7 a.m. or like 4 p.m. it's probably gonna be around like two hours so damn that's yeah (laughs) no that's a huge difference la traffic oh gosh uh, that's so bad and then so for your major you said economics right but i kind of want to know a little more about your minor and how Mm. you're mixing all these things up like What's your decision process like? In all um, yeah, I think the biggest thing is that for uh, for econ majors at UCLA, the major is probably I think the shortest major or one of the shortest majors. Like, I finished most of my classes by the time I was a sophomore um, in terms of, like the major classes. So I had a lot of free credits that I just needed in order to graduate. So most people who major in econ usually double major or pick up. Um, a minor at least so i just chose something that i was really interested in um i'm really into like photography and like videos and stuff like that so i just chose um the film department which is like what UCLA is kind of known for so i just wanted to take those classes and get some exposure to that that's so cool what about you guys are you guys minoring in anything yeah i'm doing like a design minor next to my marketing slash econ thing but i feel like i definitely could have taken like a double major or another concentration um if i like did this earlier i just kind of regretted because freshman year i went to my counselor and i was like okay help me out with my four-year plan and she was like what do you mean why are you doing your four-year plan you're just a freshman you have plenty of time And that just screwed me over so hard because I was kind of gullible. And I was like, yeah, I have plenty of time. So, dude, people yeah. always say that. They're always like, I hate you're a freshman. You have so much time. Yeah. Or like when you're looking for internships and they're like, chillax. Yeah. And then you, <laughs> you end up so being much time. the back of the group. Yeah. <laughs> John, aren't you minoring in something too? Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm minoring in management, so um, I'm a psych major, but I just wanted to take some management classes, like, to learn more about business. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not really, like, a passion or anything, but just <laughs> <laughs> out of curiosity. Good to know. Are, are more those, exposure. Uh, yeah. Is that minor pretty long or, like, decently short for you? No, it's, I think it's pretty manageable. You just have to take uh, seven extra classes. It's not mm. bad. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a minor, Sophia? Um, so <laughs> oh um so initially I was having it as like math applied science and a minor in CS, but then I 
changed it to math CS. So right now I don't have a minor, which is I'm I'm fine with because math and CS are a lot too. So it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, initially it was gonna be CS. So minoring in CS. Yo. <laughs> so I totally was not stalking your LinkedIn, but um, I also saw <laughs> Owen that your major had like a concentration attached to it. How does that kind of work at your school, and like, what is your concentration? Yeah, so I, I'm not sure if concentration is the right word because not everyone in the economics department has to choose a concentration, um, and this is actually the only concentration that econ uh, the econ department offers, and you kind of have to apply for it. So there's 30 spots available per per oh. like cohort or class. Um, mm -hmm. So I just applied for it and I got in that way. But I'm, I'm like, besides that, there's, I'm pretty sure there's no other concentration available. But oh, yeah. that's so interesting. Is it just yeah. like a more narrow path, like to um, learn more, or is it kind of like completely different and not as related to econ? Yeah, it's like it's more of a narrow path. So I'm, I'm concentrating in value investing. So, um, just like the art of like value investing <laughs> investing in like securities that um are like undervalued and stuff um i think i mostly chose it because one i was interested in and two the classes that um that are offered are also econ electives and they were 100 percent a's like the past five years so i just wanted like easy classes that wow. i would like like to go to so that's why most people apply to the concentration i feel like damn wow you're just yeah. flying through college <laughs> <laughs> Since you're doing like more econ investing, investment banking, um, is it kind of something that you like to do, like you're passionate about, or is it like side, like you know it makes money, so you gotta do what you gotta do to get the <laughs> that good money? <laughs> uh, I feel like I get this question a lot. Um, I'm not gonna lie if I say that like money's a big part of it. Um, but in, on the other hand, I do think I enjoy investment banking. I think investment banking is very, very important for our economy, and it does a lot of transformative things to, um, to different companies and stuff. So the work, the work is definitely interesting, um, and I can see myself like doing it long term, even with like the hours that um, it's known for, um, and also the pay is pretty great. So, yeah. Do you want to like explain what investment banking is for people that don't know? Yeah, sure. So investment banking is, um, it's, it's a lot of different, fun like the bank serves for a lot of different functions. I think the main function that investment banking or the investment banking group at a bank does is it helps fa facilitate um, M&A transactions between companies. So for example, um, you know, you hear a lot about, um, let's say like Facebook acquiring Instagram, um, or recently my bank worked on a couple months ago, um, Just Eats Takeaway, which is a delivery food thing in Europe, acquired Grubhub here in the U.S. to kind of expand their operations in the U.S. Um, it, we facilitate a transaction in like in terms of how much the company's worth, um, how much equity are you like purchasing for like how much um, money and stuff like that. So valuating securities, um, that would I would say is the most like um, the biggest thing. And there's like other things like IPOs, like for example, if Facebook goes public, um, a bank has to uh, facilitate that as well as like um, raising capital. So if a company wants more money, um, we help like give them like uh, the resources to raise money from investors. Yeah. Wow. Sound very uh, complex. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of is, yeah. 
but it's uh it's very interesting so well i'm glad that it's not something that you're like dying while trying to like do, so <laughs> yeah would you would you ever something. do ip oh yeah no dude i took my like accounting class and i was like this is hard <laughs> and then i took my finance class and i was like this is i my brain just like i don't get it so i mean yeah i don't know it's like the same with cs where like i don't know if i could sit through like no, four years definitely. of learning it and then like another i don't know how many years of actually doing it you're right <laughs> 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 would you guys major in something else if money wasn't an issue at Gloria Jung? <laughs> I don't uh, do design stuff. <laughs> Just like straight up like fine artsy type thing. That would be kind of fun. Mm. Or stream. <laughs> stream. <laughs> do it. <laughs> Oh my god, maybe catch me in as a side hustle. <laughs> until, I get my, until it becomes a main hustle. Oh my god. Yeah. What about you guys? Like, money is not a problem. Just do what you love. What do you love to do? I think if, like, I think I would actually become a therapist if money wasn't a problem because, like, the path to therapy is actually so much money. It's more than like what people think it costs, like the med school and then like the research and stuff like that. Um, I'd rather just like graduate and get a job versus like going to school for so many years. Yeah, I actually like psychology, but I don't know, you can't make money with that. <laughs> so sad. I feel like therapy is such an important like role in everyone's lives and that it shouldn't be. Yeah. Like, we should have more people doing it so that it's more accessible for people. I feel like with um with people starting to normalize like mental health and everything, I feel like that definitely could be like a like there would be like a job inflation. Is that how you say it? Or like more therapists or whatever, especially on college campuses. That's where they're needed, but you know, true. They're lacking they're more diverse therapists. Oh yes. Yeah, because <laughs> like at UCSD, a lot of us uh, would say that like, like there are a majority of like white therapists. Well, or not therapists, but like, is it there? Um, yeah, are they called? Counselor. I don't know. Counselors, yeah. Um, and it like with my friends, like we kind of vary, and then we don't really find it more as comfortable to talk to like a white person about it, because then like there are things that like maybe like non-whites would understand i guess <laughs> um so yeah i feel like that definitely would be like a booster if there's a more diverse like range of therapists yeah how about what did you what is your passion sophia knowing um honestly i'll if i had more resources or like more things or more knowledge about this i would like go towards like the med route or go towards the peace corp route Cause I'm like, dude, Loki, I'd be down to drop everything here in this capitalistic world and like go to a third world country and just like start up and like help people out. Like, it'd be like helping others out. I mean, I'm pretty sure I don't know like what Peace Corp would like gain from it, but like at least like for me, it'd just be like at least I could leave this like 
broken this world, mess. <laughs> this mess, <laughs> and like go That's to somewhere else and help. Yeah, and like help other people out. I feel like <laughs> that would be like something I would want to do. I feel like I would do. I would want to do that after this if I can't find any jobs. But yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Where would you? Where Where would you go if you like join? Um, I think. I think you could choose, but I'm not. I, I haven't really looked into it, but like I saw some people talking about it. I heard people talking about it, but mm. I wouldn't mind going to like some parts of Africa or like Asia. Interesting. Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. Why those two countries? So, like, I don't know. I, like I just I feel like you could learn a lot more from them. Like, cause then if they're able to like just live without having this kind of wealth, then like you're you. I don't know. You you learn to be more humble and like mm -hmm. you just learn to be happy with what you have instead of like monetary things. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and yeah. So <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> what about you, Owen? Would you go into like film or something if it wasn't so hard and competitive? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think if money wasn't a problem, for sure, I would like pursue. Um, like maybe being like a director, like for movies and films or short films, I think that's really cool. Get um, that Asian director representation <laughs> in. So for bad. real. Maybe, maybe after like my stunt in investment banking, I'll just like one eighty pivot and see. Yes, do that. I'm gonna look out for Owen Chen. <laughs> yeah, <bet>. um, <laughs> second choice somewhere in uh something in esports I think I'm pretty into. Oh yes, field, just like Dude, start an esports company. Let's do it. I'm let's so do down. I'm so down. I let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. You heard it here. Hey, watch out! Watch out for our. <laughs> what kind of films would you want to direct? Like, what kind of genre? Um, I think that's hard to say, but I definitely do have a big appreciation for how horror films are directed. I think they're one of oh. the hardest um, genres to kind of mm. film, direct, and master and perfectly craft just because of the nature of the film. So I think maybe that, but we'll see. I haven't really um, gotten much experience in that. So if you if you do that, you should make it more towards like the Asian horror films instead of like the American oh. ones, where like the American ones aren't even scary; it's just gory. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know? I feel like Asian horror films are so much scarier than it's scary. I saw the Grudge when yeah. I was like in in elementary school, or like yeah, elementary Yo, school, and I was scared too. <laughs> it was yeah, so I don't scary. Know if that's healthy. <laughs> <laughs> they just streamed it, and Final Destination was okay, but like it's American, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so let's move back to um, our per present day and <laughs> not our dreams. <laughs> so, Owen, on uh, your time during your time at UCLA, how what have you been doing other than I don't know school, like campus involvements? Um, what what do you do at school other than studying? <laughs> yeah, um, I think a big part of my school was honestly. Uh, a lot of like career focused things um, just because the nature of the industry is very competitive. Um, I think um, just because our school isn't like, so for business, they kind of separate or like high finance, like investment banking, they separate different colleges into different buckets. So there's like 
um, targets, semi-targets, and non-targets. So the targets would be schools like the Ivy Leagues and like Stanford and all that. So it's a bit easier for students from their school to get in. Um, but UCLA is an, as a semi-target for a lot of different banks. So I think I had to really like work a lot harder than um, most or like a lot of my peers to like um, get an internship internship here. So definitely joined a lot of different organizations that helped me kind of get my foot in the door. So I'm part of a finance club, a consulting club, a business fraternity, and um, another business club. <laughs> but wow. yeah, besides that, I also like play like sports, like club tennis, and I'm um, just hanging out with friends and stuff. You manage so much. I I have one club and I'm already dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a yeah. lot though. Yeah, um, I think the econ major was pretty like forgiving or like pretty easy for me to be able to spend a lot of time for extracurriculars and stuff. Oh, wow, it's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, did like your clubs help you get your internship, or was that kind of just purely your own recruiting for the summer? Yeah, um, I think it was a mix of both. Um, my clubs definitely helped me in terms of like what to do and stuff. So I started recruiting for my internship this summer back in 2018, December. What? So a year and a half in advance. Oh, is, what? Yeah, it's it's kind of ridiculous. Like you have to know as a sophomore if you want to do IB or not, because after after sophomore year, recruiting process is pretty much over for junior summer or junior summer internships. So. It's very competitive in that aspect. Oh and my god! The... <laughs> it's earlier and earlier. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's so early. Like, it's kind of ridiculous. But without the clubs, I, I don't think I would have known about IB at all. So mm. I think that was like a big, big thing. I feel like that sounds so much like Tati, our previous guest, um, where she talked about how like she applied for accounting job, like a year and a half, like you, um, ahead of time. Like in the past quarter, she was a um school year she is a sophomore and she's going to be a junior and she's she also applied like a year and a half advance and i was like oh yeah, shoot i didn't yeah. i didn't know about that and she also found that out by through her bank or not through her bank sorry oh my gosh through her clubs and yeah yeah i was like but that oh, means she applied as a freshman that's crazy that's a lot of initiative no, right? i don't know she applied as a sophomore for wait no wait Oh, for her junior summer or for like... next year's job? Yeah, oh, for next year's Oh, gosh. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> for senior. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry. Yeah. No, no worries. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. I feel like, unless, you, like, for me, who, like, I didn't join any clubs for careers that I'm interested in, if I were doing, like, consulting or accounting, investment banking, like, I would have totally missed out on all these things because, um, as, like, introverted and not really wanting to talk to people freshman year like i would have totally missed out on all these deadlines That's crazy. yeah yeah it kind of sucks because like a lot of people like who enter like the latter part of the sophomore year or like early junior year like they decide like and they find out about the about investment banking as a career and they want to kind of pursue this and it's like really tough for them to break in because the um, the recruitment cycle is already over and stuff, so they kind oh. of have to drop it or wait until they get the MBA to kind of recruit again. So it's uh, it's pretty bad. Dang. So intense. Why do wow. companies recruit so early? Crazy. Um, but yeah, so let's talk about your internship this summer. How how was it like? What was your experience like? Yeah, so 
Um, I think like most internships, it went virtual and I was kind of bummed out. Um, I had a place in Palo Alto already and I was so excited to go to the Bay and like kind of experience that and like, um, yeah, just like have fun in the Bay because I've never really hang like, out. I know, I know. <sighs> um, but I had to cancel that and um, I mean, the experience was so good. Uh, there's a lot of projects and different deals that we worked on. Um, I definitely learned a lot about like Excel. Like I probably know like so much shortcuts by now. Um, but yeah, it was a it was a good experience. I learned a lot. Um, built like connections with my my coworkers and co interns. Like albeit remotely, but it was still very uh, a very good time and stuff. So don't regret it. Well, it's nice that it's you're still being able to enjoy parts of it, and it's not like the whole experience is gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but they did cut it short from ten weeks to six weeks, so oh. it was. Uh, I felt like it was a little bit shorter than usual, but other than that, it was fine. Yeah. Would you want to work with them again in the future? Um, I think so. Yeah. So I got the I got the return offer actually. I think two days ago. Congrats! Um, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still like kind of deciding. I think we mostly about location because. I have a bunch of like barrier fans and they tell me that Palo Alto is the most boring place to be in your twenties. <laughs> so I kinda wanna recruit for a bank in Essa. But yeah, what do you guys think? Um, is Palo Alto a bad place to live? Um, I think Palo Alto is more like residential, but you do have like San Jose right next doors. And I think that's a like just across the bridge would be like SF. So it's like up yeah. to you. Because you do have access to SF from like Palo Alto area. Mm-hmm. so it's like, like it's like yeah huh? it's like a far commute right like it's like pretty hey this ain't this ain't socal where like you know we i heard like socal like public transportation is like non-existent yeah <laughs> like we have public yeah. transportation you want to go to sf yeah. it's fine it's totally doable you don't need a car i think yeah, yeah. So, maybe you might need a short uber but it's, <laughs> I think it'll be like at least like 30, 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah. but you're not the one 20, driving. 30. You don't sit in traffic. It's fine. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I'm so excited to take the BART. I've never taken the BART. I'm like, I'm like, it's disgusting. So, <laughs> just don't, just don't take so it at night. I'm so excited to ride Honestly? the public transport. Oh my God. What the? Honestly, just don't, take it, just don't take it at night and you'll be fine. In the morning, you're fine. You're chilling. But like with that, I think, is there a route that goes um, from San Jose to. No, there isn't. I think you just had to take a train. But Bart train. is expanding to San Jose, I think. No, right. but then you, know you know have to go take through. like five years. <laughs> yeah, because then you're going from the <laughs> bottom of the track, of the like trail, like rails, and then like um going all the way back up, like circling through o- San Leandro, Oakland, and then SF. Well, but the train well, takes you all the way up. I'm just either way, it's not like way. So it's yeah. Yeah, all the thing about Bay Area yeah, is like. Yeah. You want to go to San Francisco. You want to go to San Jose the next day. It's totally doable. You're probably you're not going to be tired, and it's like uh, you have access to a lot of different cities mm-hmm. around the bay easily. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I wouldn't say you should like discount Palo Alto just because you want to look for stuff in SF because you could totally like do that commute if mm-hmm. you wanted to, unless you want to live city life or something. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, and that and that too like sf like the i, I don't know I, I don't know if you'd be commuting a lot but like i definitely would say that like like don't drive because i feel like you'll find 
like it would be a hard time looking for parking and there are a lot of hills so i don't know where your yeah, location would be at uh -huh. but like there's a lot of hills and now you'll probably get annoyed by like the one ways because there's, def there's <laughs> definitely a lot of like one ways one way turns and then you'll stop on like the top of the hill so i don't know how good your car is <laughs> so it's like a lot of factors <laughs> dude my uncle yeah. like brake checked his his car on the top of the hill i was like just to like oh my god just to mess with us and then we're like whoa 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 <laughs> choo, choo, choo. <laughs> yeah dude ray checking on like san francisco hills don't know mm. it's you could actually just start going backwards yeah <laughs> yeah i think sf is the first time yeah. i had to parallel park backwards on a hill upwards and it was like it was it was the worst thing that's so scary so to like park and stuff but you know, parking is so bad there that you have to take it. And so I spent like 10 minutes trying to do that. Honestly, I feel like most of us would take BART or whatever to San Francisco. Like, cause then mm. like there's this like um station that's right underneath the mall. So like you will just like take the BART there and then just walk around the mall. Um, And then closer there is also Boba Guys. So if you want to check that out too. Mm. They actually opened one in LA like a couple months ago. So oh yeah wow do you like it it's not special anymore <laughs> it's <laughs> it's it's okay i feel like i thought i thought it would be more because i always heard about Boba guys yeah but i'm not sure if like the la chain's like worse or something but it was it's it just was, the hype it's ah, just trash that <laughs> it's, it's not that great if you're up here you should try boba bliss i think boba bliss is worth it and they give you more for the price mm -hmm. boba bliss you said Mm -hmm. mm. I feel like they only have a few chains, and all of them are mostly like up here in NorCal, in the Bay okay. Area. Is it chain? <laughs> yeah, there's a few. If you have a few, isn't that a chain? I thought there was only one. <laughs> no, I think there's a. F Let me check. Lamau. Anyway, okay. We're going off topic. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, if you have any more questions about like Bay Area and if making your decision on living in Palo Alto, definitely hit us up. I yeah, I don't think yeah. it's a bad choice. I think it's pretty nice. I, I think would Palo Alto say might be a is. better choice. Yeah, oh, like but you like prefer if you live in Palo Alto than San Francisco. Yeah, don't live in San Francisco. It's too much. <laughs> well, actually, like, I feel you're... like it prefers what you like though. Like, do you like That's city true. life or do you just like living like in the suburbs? Oh, that was true. I think. I think because I live in the suburbs, like, my oh. entire life, I kind of want to see how, like, city life is <laughs> being in the heart of SF and stuff. I know that sounds, like, cringy, but <laughs> kind of want to know. <laughs> no, I mean, like, New that's, York. that's valid. New York? Yeah. That's the ultimate city life. Because <laughs> I, I recruited for, like, technology investment banking, so working primarily with tech companies, and uh. most of the investment banking groups with tech is in SF around the areas, so. I was gonna say like if you, cause like if you wanted like a more fun, you know, early twenties life, I don't know if mm. Bay is actually like, the place to be. Cause I did hear like in general people felt more bored in the Bay, and the Bay is more like a place to settle down. Um, mm. If you want to like have fun, it's probably like L.A. or New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know that like people go clubbing in L in SF though. Like there's definitely clubs you could go to and other things. But I, didn't, I don't know. I would I definitely think like SF if... is definitely more fun than where we live. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it's different. 
Um, I think we're about like, we're like... 20, 30. If there's mm-hmm. no traffic. If there's no traffic. Yeah. Okay, yeah, well, there's no traffic. There's usually traffic for like an hour. Like, like maybe 40 to an hour, yeah. Yeah. But it's pretty normal to go to SF. It's not like, I feel like you could definitely be like, let's go to SF today and it wouldn't be, like you wouldn't have to plan like a whole day in advance or something. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I also wanted to touch on, like we talked about recruiting early a little, but like maybe the recruiting process in general, since none of us at Pass the Boba here really know much about investment banking, like what is the recruiting process like and like what are some tips you might have for people who are interested in IB? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I could I could probably talk fair about this, but um Go on. Yeah, I think it's very it's very different for um it's divided by geography. So New York recruiting is very different from um oh, West Coast recruiting. Yeah. That's so, so interesting. It's very yeah, it's very interesting. You have to kind of decide early on, like your sophomore year, if you want to move to New York after graduation or you want to um stay in LA or SF. Those are the three main uh-huh. hubs. So LA, SF. That commitment. <laughs> so a lot of decisions in software like where i want to (laughs) be yeah um yeah so i mean i guess for tips i'd recommend definitely just because it's so pushed forward in terms of recruiting like sophomore year um definitely be ahead of the game freshman year so join all the clubs that you can um on campus whether it be um you know finance or consulting just get some experience in that field and then definitely apply for internships um during your freshman year and freshman summer as well as sophomore year so generally the rule of thumb for at least for uh ucla students is we try to get them two internships before you recruit um your sophomore uh fall quarter um so that's very important and then um in terms of how recruiting works uh L- la and sf it's very different in the fact that hr doesn't really um have a say or you don't really like you don't really apply so you have to network a lot so there's no application portal per se. Like the way you apply is you send an email to a banker at the bank and you talk to them. Um, and then they pass you around to their coworkers and stuff. And if they like you, they'll personally invite you to an interview. Um, oh, so you don't even apply like for some, the company. Like the old fashioned way yeah. of like applying. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So like people like once you get the offer, then they'll ask you to apply it on the corporation website. And then you like immediately get the offer and stuff. So. It's very interesting. It's very networking. That's so different. Yeah. I feel like that's so much pressure for like people freshman year if they're still like trying to decide what they want to do. Like you have to decide like not only your major, but like where you want to be, what you want to do, how to network. Like I'm still struggling on learning how to network. And like it sounds like you need to know all that by like freshman year. (laughs) Networking is definitely like something I don't even have down yet. Like just like reaching out to so many people and like trying to have conversations with them and like connecting with them on like personal and professional things is very much like I, uh, a something you have to learn. What would be oh, a tip of like networking? What would be like one of the t- one tip that you'll give out? <laughs> mm, I'd say definitely shoot your shot. Like you might feel <laughs> intimidated by a lot of people like for example, I would go on LinkedIn and then like the bank that I'm looking at, like for example, Goldman Sachs, and then go toward go filter out by like their LA office and then I'd like shoot emails to people and sometimes I'd be like, Oh, like he's not an alumni from UCLA, like 
he's not even going to respond to me. Like he's so accomplished and stuff like that. But I think the more you reach out, the more of a chance you'll get to speak with them. And I think it's very important um, just even getting on the phone call with them because they'll remember your name. And so when they have internal discussions about who to invite for interviews and who they liked, um, they'll definitely remember people more that they talked to than they didn't. You know, so it's very much a, a numbers game. So definitely shoot your shot. Um, treat it like a conversation, not an interview, as, as uh, at least for networking calls. And um, yeah, be polite and stuff like that in your emails and professional and stuff like that. How many like cold messages and emails have you sent for like, or like on average, would you send to get to like one company? Yeah, um, I'd say, oh my gosh, this is so long ago, but uh, I'd say <laughs> per company, I try to at least talk to around five or six people before oh a certain date that I set. So that mm -hmm. would probably um, come to around like emailing around 20 to 25 bankers at each, at each group. <laughs> and then that would lead to like follow-up emails because a lot of people like don't respond the first time. So I'd follow up three times. So I was probably sending out around like 75 to 100 emails a week when I was like recruiting and stuff. Oh my and, god. Yeah, it was it was it was uh, a very busy time. Damn, that's crazy. Cuz I always like like networking is everywhere, like not just for IB but like for all like careers, right? Yeah, so, for sure, for sure. Like definitely I feel like we can take some of these tips, but like that's a lot of emails to be sending yeah, out. Yeah. And like for like if we're trying to apply to so many companies, like how do you do you just kind of like organize your inbox to stay on track <laughs> of all these like i feel like my brain would explode yeah yeah i think um i think i don't think like most other industries you have to email this much i think this is just more of an exception um but the way i kept track is i had an excel sheet tracker and i would like list every bank on a different tab and then i'd like network with la people and sf people and have like a list of everyone and then have like different columns like whether they respond to you, like first reach out second reach out follow-ups and like comments and notes and stuff like that and help me oh um keep organized about who i talk to that's wow, very organized <laughs> yeah i feel like yeah. i started making a spreadsheet list for jobs i'm applying to and i'm already having a hard time like keeping, keeping that list <laughs> updated because sometimes like you know you just feel like applying to something so you do it but then i get lazy and actually putting it onto the sheet even though I applied already. <laughs> but yeah. what, what kind of uh, roles or companies are you looking at currently? Um, I'm, for me, I'm trying to do like UX, UI design, um, mm. mostly for tech companies, but also looking at esports and gaming. So what's your like, what's your dream company? I think I talked to you before about this. Was it Riot? Riot Games, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> I love your products and games and everything. <laughs> yeah. Sophia and Jung, how about you guys? Like, what are you guys recruiting for and trying to do? Um, I'm just trying to do HR. Um, I'm, re I'm not really sure like what part of HR I want to do yet, but I think like a starting point for most people is just like becoming a recruiter and then eventually moving up to like a HR coordinator and then, uh, yeah, you just keep moving up the ladder, hopefully. Just stuff like, like that. HR at like banking and revolutionize their recruiting. <laughs> <It's> uh, <crazy. laughs> 
<laughs> please do, please do. <laughs> now I know. Yeah, go do it. It could help thousands, millions of students, freshmen. <laughs> oh yeah, I feel like it definitely, it definitely needs like a change. So if you're up for that challenge, you can, uh, you can try. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. If it happens, um, I'll be like Owen. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. What about you, Sophia? I feel like um, I'm like lo- still looking through. I feel like I don't really have a, in mind like of a specific role yet. Cause then like I recently changed it to math CS and not like math and not keep not keeping my old major. So I'm still kind of like looking and like finding finding a path like a more specific path. Um, but in general, just more. I think I'll be going for more like techie companies instead of like corporate i think maybe i'm not really sure yet so mm-hmm. yeah i definitely <laughs> i don't i'm not really sure oh here's something i want to ask owen how how's like the corporate life <laughs> oh yeah i feel like i definitely want to be in like an environment where like you know it's like super chill and relaxed and if i come in with pink hair no one's going to be like you weird <laughs> like is that like is this are these stereotypes for corporate like spaces or like is this also like that strict stereotype where yeah. like, business suit and everything? <laughs> I think it very much depends on a variety of different factors. Like um banking is a very conservative industry. So like even though it was virtual, um, whenever I had calls or like meetings and stuff, I would like I have earrings, so I'd take off my earrings and stuff. So um I've heard stories where like interns get like dinged on like wearing earrings or, or guys at least like girls are okay to wear earrings but, like guys like it looks it's like a bad look or something or like tattoos god. and stuff like that oh um, my god but yeah it's so banking in la and sf you're you're coming in in like a dress shirt um like business casual and stuff but if you're banking in new york it's pretty much like suit and tie um yeah. so it very much depends on geography companies i feel like tech companies are a lot more chill i feel like um they don't mind as much and they're more liberal but really depends on like um you know what kind of industry you're going into and like where that uh location is yeah yeah i, I got a tour of goldman sachs once and it was just like it my friend because i was in new york and i was i happened to be around the goldman sachs area and my friend was working mm-hmm. there and so she was like oh stop by i can give you a tour and i was like okay and we were wearing like regular winter clothes like jackets and like <laughs> sweats on sweats it was cold and then I walked in there and I felt so out of place, even though like I knew I was a guest and like a visitor, but it just, I just like, oh my God, everyone's yeah. like, <laughs> I'm kind crazy. of confused. Like, how do you, how do you wear suits and ties like every day for like, right? like two decades, you know? So it's like, yeah. <laughs> also, oh, Gloria, remember, there goes your wigs. No, there that's goes, why I'm there not. There goes your wigs. I need to be able to wear wigs of, the rainbow color and be okay <laughs> i want to go to office in like pink hair one day and then on friday i'll be like in blue hair you know <laughs> gotta be able to switch it up hey, riot games will let you do that so hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> hell yeah but yeah i also remember like when i was in new york last summer and my roommate was like working at like a law firm so like kind of like no, obviously not the same but like still similar dress code and he was complaining every day how like he was wearing suit and tie even though it was like almost 100 degrees outside and like oh my god that sounds horrible yeah, yeah. i feel like you have to waste Someone one paycheck to... just to get 
a whole closet of like dress clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Did you feel that way for yeah. when you were like rem- on remote calls or meetings? Owen? Yeah, um, definitely have like a, like a rotation in my closet. <laughs> so spent <laughs> spent like my first paycheck on like a lot of different things I would wear. But honestly, I feel like less so because it was virtual. So I had a lot of time to like, a lot more off time to like get those like clean and stuff. So I think it's very different, um, like working in a virtual environment, like dressing up for it than it is like going in person and stuff. Mm. Yeah. Did you save on the, some like, bottoms? <laughs> yo, I, I have one pair of bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> like nice really good money yeah. there yeah i wonder if this like virtual environment would like start changing up some of the dress code for banking or is this like here to stay forever mm. I, I i feel like going forward just because at least in my bank um the virtual environment was like a success well not a success but like it worked out a lot better, like a lot more people were more productive and they were talking about it. So I think going forward, at least in my group, maybe um, they might like consider like doing like days, like one day off, like a month or something. You work from home or something, which is pretty good for banking um, <laughs> hours yeah. and stuff. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Oh, one virus can do so much. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I feel like we're gonna be in here for a while. <laughs> Yo, we're we're not gonna be cured of this virus for like another three years. <laughs> but yeah, um, can you like tell us a little more about like what you you do as like an intern in investment banking? Um, I guess like as much detail as you can share. Like, are you just staring at numbers all day? <laughs> <laughs> uh i think it's a mix i think the the two biggest things are powerpoint excel so as an intern you're basically just helping your analyst um so an analyst is like the once you're an intern you get a return offer you return as an analyst um and you're just helping out analysts uh for their like different um deals and stuff so for example if a company needs like a profile being done or something or um some sort of document then you'll fill out the powerpoint do some market research about that company and then send it over to your analyst for him to review and like uh, give you comments. And then he sends it up to his associate where like there's like an entire chain of like comments and feedback that ends up at the analyst and intern level. Um, that's like PowerPoint, you're just making a lot of slides about companies. Um, in terms of Excel, um, there's a lot of like evaluation modeling. So um, Gloria probably heard of this before, but like DCS or like public comps and stuff like that. Um, so just comparing different companies and like their valuation and like seeing mm-hmm. how much different companies are worth <laughs> definitely did a lot of that and um yeah that's means that's mostly your like your your tasks as a summer intern just to help out your analysts see so yeah. do you have to like wake up on a certain are you like on a nine to five or is it more like as long as you get your work done by a certain deadline yeah i think it's um definitely get your work done there's no deadline but like um uh, this i mean like there are some days where i'd wake up because because the virtual environment was based in New York um, and oh. like their time started at eight. So my like different sessions yes. or work sessions would start at five. Yeah. So I'd wake what? up at four thirty <laughs> and then <laughs> which is pretty bad. Um, and I wake up at four thirty and sometimes I'd work till like midnight the next day and stuff. And then Oh my god. Then, That's yeah. crazy. But only certain days and other days are more like chill, like nine to five, nine to six kind of stuff. So it really depends. 
Holy crap. Damn. That's a lot of work for an intern. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, do you feel like you're missing out on like a full internship experience uh, being remote or like I know you kind of touched upon it earlier, but like how how are you liking remote, especially this? I I you had like other internship experience before too, right? So like, yeah. how does it compare being in person and remote? Um, I think there's definitely pros and cons between like working remote and in the office. Um, I think if I were to create a perfect like work environment, it'd be like half and half, or like more in mm -hmm. office and a couple of days in uh, at home. I think you save a lot of time commuting and stuff, and um. Yeah, you just have a lot more off time. You're not always like on call and stuff. And I think that gives you like a little bit of a mental break throughout the day to do whatever you want, um, which is pretty good. What about you? Do you guys prefer like working virtually or like in an office setting? I think Joan can speak on this. <laughs> oh, yeah. I also have an internship right now where I, I, uh, I commute twice a week and then the rest of the week I stay home. But... I think, I don't know about you, but like being in an office environment just helps me be more productive. Mm. Um, I know like it's less interaction at home. So like most people are more productive that way. But like for me, when I'm at home, like I just want to lay down and like not <laughs> do my work. <laughs> yeah. So I I like the in-office like environment, but I also hate the commute. So I don't know. I think a mix of both like is really nice yeah yeah i definitely really enjoyed like seeing people and being able to talk to people whenever i wanted when i was in the office for like past internships um and i feel like not being able to see people whenever you want and like check up on them or like have people check up on each other um kind of takes back from an experience um but also working from home is also kind of nice to just like you know when you're done because some i don't know about you but sometimes when i'm in the office and i'm done with what i'm doing and i'm just kind of chilling like i feel bad to be just chilling at my desk <laughs> like, i'm done with my stuff and i could like watch youtube right now but like i can't because i'm in the office um so you know at yeah, home you can yeah. take that break without being like Who's watching? <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. true. Yeah. I would mm -hmm. say that, like, if possible, I wouldn't prefer remote because, like, I think I need that human interaction of, like, seeing people and then, like, having, like, small talk, even though it may be awkward. Um, because, like, honestly, I tried doing, I, like, I worked during the last quarter which is like during the start of quarantine at home and I don't really like it because it feels like there's a disconnect between you and like your coworkers, and yeah I don't I wouldn't prefer like remote working <laughs> if that was an option yeah well uh let's hope that next summer and for the future we don't have to experience this uh by force <laughs> and that we want to be home let's hope let's hope the office <laughs> So I was going to ask, like, were there any any times that you struggle? Like, how did you reach out for help? Or what were, like, some highlights from your whole entire internship? 
Yeah. Um, so on the first part of the question, there are definitely a lot of parts that I struggled on. Um, like a lot of things that they would usually teach in the office, like um, how to do different things. It was a lot tougher in a virtual environment because like it's harder to teach someone over a Zoom call, I feel like. So I was lucky enough to have like a lot of which classes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was lucky enough to have a lot of like um a lot of uh bros in my chapter in my business fraternity be bankers. So I'd reach out to them um and they were like helpful enough uh to help me and stuff. Cause I didn't want to reach out to my group or my actual workers uh too much because I felt like I was annoying them. So I'd reach out to like friends and like mm -hmm. um those kind of people to help me out. Um, in terms of the favorite part of the internship, I'd say definitely meeting my co-interns. Like, there's a sort of bond you get working like really late hours with them, like being on Zoom calls and like working together and stuff. I think it would be a lot nicer in person um, because there's a lot of events that they hold, like um, different games you go to, like parties at the uh, at the uh, manager's house or whatever, and um, it'd be nice. But unfortunately, can't have that this summer. But yeah, meeting co-interns definitely, meeting new people from different schools and different like. The countries and stuff like that so do you feel like it's particularly hard to ask for help in your in investment banking and in, in that area just because everyone's so like um you know strict kind of or like you know the mm. culture is kind of yeah intense. i know what you mean <laughs> yeah i know what you mean um i think there's definitely a fine line that you have to know like when to cross in terms of uh, learning to do things by yourself and taking that time to learn by yourself versus um, asking for help because like you you for sure have to try um, and put in the effort because uh, if you ask someone on your team like how to do something and they like kind of kind of know that you haven't tried or you don't know much about the problem or whatever it is and you haven't put effort to solve it then it's a bad look uh, but at the <laughs> same time if you spent a lot of time they definitely don't want you to waste time on us like a simple problem that they could answer in like a minute or two so um, yeah, definitely you have to learn like when to ask certain questions and when to kind of pursue those questions on your own on your own free time and like kind of search up how to do those. So, mm. yeah. Wow, it's a very different life. I feel <laughs> not a little, not something that I get to hear about every day. So it's very cool yeah. to learn about yeah. all this. But I'm sure there's a lot of bankers at Warren, right? At UPenn. That's like the biggest okay, so like business school. Me is I don't have any Warren friends. I have like two, and they're not <laughs> bankers. <laughs> and the rest of my friends are like computer science majors. So interesting. I definitely don't hear about this often. Wait, do you not like form study groups with like your classes and stuff, or like do you just like <laughs> kind no of friends. do most of your work? I'm too scared to reach out to my classmates because they all look super successful and stuff. And I'm scared <laughs> that I'm bothering them and that I'm just weighing them down. So I end up just studying on my own and learning things on my own. Mm -hmm. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. It's that yeah. introvertance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, I think we can wrap this up. Uh, thank you so much, Owen, for coming on. Where can people find you if they want to connect with you? Uh, yeah, so you can you can find me on Instagram. It's at Owen Chen. And there's an extra N at the end of Chen. So Owen Chen. <laughs> <two ends. laughs> or if anyone like wants to reach out for like help or questions, like I'd, I'd be happy, more than happy to like help with the recruiting process or getting your foot in the door with uh, different internships. So reach out on like Instagram or LinkedIn. It's just Owen Chen. Um, but yeah, would love to love to help any uh, anyone listening to this podcast. 
Hell yeah. <laughs> Better reach out to him. He has all the inside tips you need, and we only scratched the surface. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so follow us on Instagram at Pass the Boba to stay updated on our newest episodes. And also, please go to Apple Podcasts and find us there and give us a review. Um, give us five stars so other people can find us too. And if you're listening to this, uh, you can write a review with hashtag Pass the Boba and what you liked about this episode. And we would that would be great so we can see um, what else we can, what other content we can bring to you guys. Uh, remember new episodes every Monday at 9 a.m. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.